Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. This is coming before, after Christmas, Christmas. B- before New Year's. So Happy holidays. Yeah, I hope everybody had a good holiday. No drama. Drama-free you know, holiday. I hope everyone had a good Hanukkah, good Kwanzaa, good Christmas, all that jazz. All the jazz. Christmas has not happened yet for me. We're no. still a few days there. But I will be I will be tucked in, spending it, I think, with some friends, not going home this year, which is different, but honestly, super nice. Buying myself presents has been a treat. I bought myself too many presents, actually. Way too many presents. I did a Sephora run. I didn't feel guilty about it at all. I was like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then I bought tickets for Forbidden Kingdom in Florida. <laughs> You know, that is crazy that you say that because I was just come? thinking I was literally going to ask you, what's your next fucking festival? I've been itching to go to a little EDM festi. So, yeah, yeah we'll connect on that. I'm, I'm happy Excellent. for you. You know, my boyfriend's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, what do you get a girl who buys herself everything? You know, <laughs> there's there's nothing that I don't have that I want because anytime I want it, I buy it. I'll buy it's, it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'll think about it for like 30 seconds and then I'll buy it. Yeah. Anything else big happen this week for you? Oof. Well, since we last talked, it's crazy. Seven days, uh, eight days, how much can happen in one's lifetime, which is weird because you would think that that many things can happen in that amount of time. But it was a big week for me. Yes, we got, I mean, I don't, what's my mood right now? You know what I mean? Because we got hostility, we got celibacy, we got homie hoping, we got Kuwait, we got journaling. Like, where do we want to start? Okay. Yeah, I thought I was going to be celibate because, you know, I've been going through some stuff and I was like, maybe it's just for the best that I'm in my asexual phase. But then I had a, it came to me in a dream. No, I had a realization that I was like, oh my God, what if I died tomorrow? And the last person I ever had sex with is a crusty man I don't even like. I was like, it just really, it just really put some things into perspective. And I was just like, when you say, what are you doing? Calm down. First of all, let's calm down. Okay. Um, Yeah. So that just ended the season of celibacy. Um, (laughs) Asexual season, no more. That Um, was quick. Homie homie hopping speaks on its own. Uh, Next one, uh, hostility. Yeah, I've been told that I have a hostile flair as of recently. And to that, I will say I do have a couple things I'm working out. um, You know, also, personally, I think that's fucking perspective. Okay. Perspective and perception is all the world is. Like, is it hostility? Is it just being, uh, you know, being an aggressive, tell it like it is female yeah, and I will say, like, I, I'm very obvious. Like, I'm, I can be very kind. I can be very nice. I count it as being polite, right? Like, when you meet other people, how you interact with other people, I'm a polite girl. And if I like you, you will know because I'll be your best fucking friend. We're going to kick it for the resties. Things are going to be good. If I do not like you, you will also know because I am very, <laughs> I'm a passionate girl. I'm an intense girly. So, yeah, it comes out. Like, I'm not going to hide it. I really don't have the ability to be fake. So, it's either I stay the fuck away from you or I'm gonna be uh as some would say hostile um next journaling so I took a really uh cute like journaling workshop on Sunday before I went on a bender I don't know what happened but yeah the journaling class was essentially just like reflecting on our year and it was just like it was really nice to have it be a journaling class that was guided I've never done that before yeah um so yeah and that's that's kind of all I did. I mean, there were a lot of things. I actually ended up going to Christmas bars. 
there were a lot of family karaoke. I mean, you name it, I did it. I How? I don't know. But yeah, it was a good week. What about you, Ella? What'd she do? I just came back from Vancouver, BC. I Ooh. had a delightful weekend. A lot to be said. First of all, I went to shout out to Tom Sushi. So if people don't know, Vancouver, BC has like a large Asian population and it was the best sushi I've ever had in my fucking life. I had like a five course meal. It was under $45 plus it was under $45 and we included a 25% chip tip. It was fucking insane. It was the most affordable, best sushi I've ever had in my fucking life. So shout out to Tom Sushi. I would have to say what was really funny is, oh, God, I don't even know if I want to admit this, but I accidentally stayed at the Trump Tower. It's no longer the Trump Tower. I didn't know this. It's no longer the Trump Tower. It's the Paradox Hotel, which is funny. It's it's called the Paradox. And I... (laughs) It's called the Paradox. I obviously like I literally it's like I'm not gonna lie. It's the nicest one of the nicest hotels in Vancouver. We were very bougie. It was I loved it. But it was low key the Trump Tower, which is fucking funny. But to get out of the hotel, you have to go through Karma Lounge, which is funny. I'm like, is are they being ironic with these names? Like, you know, like Karma Paradox, like they must be. So you have to go through Karma Lounge and Karma Lounge has a DJ 24 seven, right? Like I'm telling you, they're bumping house music at 8 (laughs) a.m. and people are up in there drinking, right? And I was walking through there and I was like, I was getting a little bit of FOMO, but like not really. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like part of me was like, oh, my God, like I used to be that girl wearing a mini skirt. Yeah, Yeah, wearing a midi skirt and a corset top when it's literally, literally not exaggerating. It was zero fucking degrees Celsius, which is like negative, like which is like, I don't know, like 15 degrees. It's 15 degrees out. And these girls are in a fucking lobby of a hotel. You know, hoeing, okay? Not hoeing, but... and grinding. You know? But the only dudes in there were, like, sad, middle-aged, bald men who, like, have to spend money so that that they can show any value to women. So Mm. I was like, am I really (laughs) missing out? Probably not. And instead, I spent my night watching Twilight because I was like, that's... Because my boyfriend was like, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, honestly, Twilight because it's filmed in Vancouver. It's like, it fucking makes sense. And I had a great fucking time. It was a fucking ball. Yeah, that was my weekend. It was really weird. It was the first like alcohol-free vacation that I've literally ever taken in my entire life, which is funny because last time I went to Vancouver, it was quite literally one of the biggest messes of my entire life. It was probably my first girls trip out of out of high school because, you know, you're allowed to drink when you're 19 there. Oh, yeah. And it... I'll Blackout just like, city. Blackout uh, yeah, city. Yeah, I'll just summarize it is... Uh, we brought some Australian dudes back to the hotel and the, he always said, well, this night's taking a ton for the worst <laughs> <laughs> in his own words. And like that's to describe our Vancouver trip that time. So very different vibes, um, a little bit not more wholesome, but just a little bit more fun. It was I actually had a great time. Also, I have money now. So it's so fucking fun to like, <laughs> yeah. you know, traveling versus is so, yeah. in your like, yeah, later 20s, a difference. A- 10 years, 10 years difference. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that sounds freaking lovely. I am ready. I'm, I'm coming home in a bit and I'm ready yeah. to do all the snow activities. There is supposed to be a storm in New York literally starting tonight. Uh, so we'll see how bad it gets. But I got plans. So let the storm come. <laughs> I guess we'll see how it goes. 
Stormy. Hey, Stormy season. <laughs> All right, should we should we begin? Oh sure. yeah. This has been a long update. Let's fucking get it. We are doing, we actually already prefaced this in our social media, but the topic we're doing is I have and I do it again. I do it again, baby. Basically, we're just going to say confessions of things that we've done and we would 100% do again. Um, Some of these are, I'd say most of these are like juicy, but they're all in good fun. I'm so, Mm. shout out to all the listeners that gave us their little confessions that we're going to keep them anonymous, but these are real submissions. We would never... (laughs) make things lie up. So, to lie to you. Truly. So I'm excited about that. All right. Shall you start or shall I? You can start. <laughs> okay. So when I was in the game, I was in the game. Okay. The game. Well, the game, the dating game. Definitely setting your Tinder profile to one mile and then going to a professional sports game and swiping till you get matched with a player. You know what? I feel like this was back in the day because, like, now yeah. there's, like, Raya and, like, all the other apps. Like, Tinder used to be, like, cool, like, years ago, which makes sense that you would match with, like, a player. But nowadays, I don't think they're on They're on there. Do you think they're on there? So, depending on the MLB, yeah, probably, honestly. Like, you know, some of these, you know, probably. I don't know if they even care about Rye. I think they're just trying to get pussy, if I'm being honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was a time on Tinder where you you didn't have to pay for more swipes. Mm, you the just, good old days. The good old days when you could just swipe, 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 swipe. It was literally like I've, I'm currently addicted to Candy Crush and Clash of Clans. And Tinder was right up in there with my favorite games, uh, favorite phone games, because it was so fun. <laughs> I love I love that. I love Tinder is a fun game. It is a fun game until you realize no one there is interesting and everybody else everybody there either has a girlfriend or is emotionally unavailable. So yeah. Uh my I'd have and I'd do it again. So in college, I used to pretend to be blacked out, like in the middle of a party, so I could ignore people. Like if somebody came up to me and I didn't want to talk to them, I would just to pretend I was blacked out and I'd be like, eh? Like, what? <laughs> and I do it funny. again. I do it again because some people, some people just didn't want to freaking interact with. Like, if you were a regular at a fraternity or wherever you were going, you were gonna run into the same characters. And sometimes you just like, I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to blatantly ignore them. But I just didn't want to talk to them, you know? Like, they were annoying. So, you know, you know what's just- funny is I think I know who the fuck you're talking about. And this bitch had the audacity. <laughs> I fucking honestly, I, I wish she listened to this podcast. But, okay, so I who I think you're thinking I'm talking about. So one time I'm out of the bar with this guy that I'm dating. Yes. And this girl comes up to me and her him. And talks to him. It's like, oh, are you guys dating? And he's like, yeah. And she said, well, good fucking luck. And then walks away. 
No, I'm aware. Yeah, it is that. Well, she's okay. one of them. And then she said that she was blacked out. But let me tell you, she fucking wasn't. I've seen that girl three sheets to the wind. Okay, I know what she was like because she could tell me what happened before that and after that. She just was like, oh, my God, I was so blacked out. Yeah, and she's had other instances, and she and her whole group of, her whole gang, but I didn't just do this there. I did this, like, a lot, and I think I may still do this sometimes. <laughs> you just, like, disassociate. So. I just disassociate. Yeah. I just I just pretend to be my worst self. Um, it, It's a little white lie. You know what I mean? It's probably mm-hmm. for the best, because remember, I'm hostile, so it's either that or you're getting the claws. <laughs> Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. Um, okay. A, a highlight of me and Barity says friendship is basically we did not want to go to sorority initiation. And no. let me tell you why. First of all, it's cult initiation and it is culty vibes. We won't give away any secrets because I think I signed an NDA, but it was fucking not it. Okay. And we also done it like fucking four or five times, maybe just once. I don't give a fuck. I didn't want to do it again. So we. It was, it was just like, it was just too long. Like when I tell you, you were initiating 60 bitches and every like ceremony took like an hour. So you were just chilling there for hours, hours and hours and hours. So we didn't want to do it. Also, it always happened on my birthday weekend and I was mentally really unwell. The thought of sitting there with my quote unquote sisters for, I don't know, five hours initiating some hoes. We weren't going to do it. Not this year. We packed all of our little belongings, like if we were going to go out of town, and we went down the street to our friend's house where we hit for the weekend. <laughs> it was a fun weekend. I feel like that was a bonding weekend. It was... And I, you know, I do it again. I do it again, and I would do it even more times. I did also uh, Photoshop pretty much half of our sorority's work schedules. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, if they didn't want to go somewhere, don't worry. Send it to me. Buy me some coffee. I mean, honestly, okay, so a lot of people, okay, <laughs> when I explain how the sorority business is set up, people are like, that's insane, right? Because it's a social club that you pay into, but you'll get fined if you're not there. And the fines are not like a dollar. The fines are like $150 and shit like that. Yeah. Not me. Not me either. I have Photoshop and I'm getting a design degree. Send me over whatever you need. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I'd do it again. We- and we'd do it again. <laughs> okay, so since we're talking about our college days, I, back in my little fuck girl days, a man had been, I was in a situation ship. It was toxic. Did I make out with three, honestly, maybe more of his fraternity brothers? Yeah. But he had it coming. So you know what? I'd do it again. You know... <laughs> Me too, right? Like, who gives a fuck? We've all been there. He did me so dirty, I forgot how to act. But you know what? Every time I made out with another one, I came one step closer to being a healthy-minded bitch (laughs) and letting go. Sometimes an eye for an eye is fucking valid. It's not even that. Sometimes I feel like once you start accepting the toxicity of the behavior and you start doing whatever the fuck you want for yourself, you know that like that is not going to work out ever. (laughs) So it's like, in a way, you're screwing it up for yourself. You know what I mean? You're self-destructing like quickly. So maybe it's for the best. It's if you if you gotta fuck it up so badly that it's ear like you can't fix it, then that's what you got to do. Then that's what I did. And I do it again. Burn bridges. Sometimes. Burn that bridge. Fucking set it on fire. <laughs> I've talked about this before. 
celebrities are way more <laughs> reachable than you'd think. A lot of people respond to their DMs. So sometimes yeah. when I'm bored, reach out to D-list celebrities on Instagram, okay? They sometimes respond. You'd be surprised. I got a major hit one time, and he still likes my photos and hits me up like, what are you up to? <laughs> He's a D-list celebrity. D-list. I don't, even, I don't even know if he makes the D-list, but it's a good story. It is a good story. Yeah, in my new little TikTok era, I've been getting, like, connected with people. And sometimes I'll just hop, like, you know, you put, like, the little Instagram thing and then you start messaging them. I, for some reason, have never thought about to look at their followers. But then later I'll go back after we're, ch- we're chit-chatting, we're shooting the shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, this person's an influencer. And it, they're just like everybody else. <laughs> oh, I mean, influencer. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. That's a joke. That's like a like honestly, not it's a joke. I just mean like everyone is a regular person. Like I'm telling you, the reason why I believe that I could game down Pete Davidson if I was given the chance is I think I would accidentally like neg him or just like roast him because like to me, yes, he's Pete Davidson, but he's also just a person. So I feel like they're a person, like I'm a person. So like I just like the stardom just doesn't affect me because i realize everyone's just a person you know yeah and sometimes with two like a person's really well liked i'm like i don't get it i don't get it i don't get why we're all like ooh gagaing over this like one dj or one thing you know yeah and like also not i honestly don't want to say this because it's gonna sound but like i was in coachella vip and like literally oh, yeah oh, yeah Coachella VIP it literally like it was just like kind of trippy because it's like it's weird when you see someone walk around like they're expecting people to freak out that they're there and see a lot of people who don't know who the fuck they are because like of course young people know who James Charles is but a lot of people don't know and so like to see people freak out when they don't get favoritism makes you realize like ah these people are just like not that important or cool i think that might be like an la thing because in new york there's like an etiquette that nobody talks about but it's like if you run into a famous person on the street you don't flock to them you just admire them from afar yeah that's the only way to do it okay (laughs) okay so this one's also in college and I guess this comes wow my true colors are really showing on this podcast (laughs) but um one time like I remember because the thing is brat dudes men in general infuriate me right and mostly when they come out of the fucking cuts drunk telling you something stupid and I just remember like I was eating tacos with one of my friends in like the lunch area of this fraternity and this drunk dude comes in, he has something stupid, I may have like responded to him all sorts of ways, whatever. And he's like, Are you crazy? And I was already like worked up. So like, I legitimately like got up and I was like, I threw my tacos across this fucking dining room. Okay, like, aggressively. And I was like, Oh, you want to see crazy? You want to see crazy? It was um, that was an overreaction that now years later, I do understand probably could have been avoided but at the same time don't come at me sideways first time you meet me for no reason you know like don't come at me sideways i do it again i do it again yeah i'd love to get some of that ring footage from our sorority there's a lot of altercations also on the front steps that i think would be really funny to get in retrospect. oh my god yeah another time i was upset because a man was cog blocking me from my toxic situation, which mm-hmm. now in retrospect, also that was like a really good friend right. to be like, hey, listen, Bernice, he's not walking you home because I know like 
you guys are going to get into something. Let me walk you home. And I was so angry that he had a cock blocked me that I had Jenga in my hand. And I just threw Jenga everywhere. Like when I opened the door in my sorority, just like Jenga and everyone. I was like, I can't fucking believe he would do this to me. Damn. Yeah, the crazy Latina like really comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oops oops Oopsie. and then i didn't even, i didn't even remember i did that until there was video footage of me doing that mm-hmm. and i was like oh evidence i will i will pick up the jenga no worries but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are honestly really funny that's funny shit you know what's the, what i've been thinking about when you were saying hostile was when we would like people would <laughs> passive aggressively post on our mm. like house page like hey make sure you do yeah. a b and c and would passive aggressively <laughs> basically say things about me and berenice and we would in the commas be like fucking at us next time bitch and <laughs> <laughs> and then someone would separately message us like hey that wasn't just specifically about you guys like sorry <laughs> and we were <laughs> We were just being so aggressive because we were like, fuck your passive aggressive shit. Like, you fucking at me. <laughs> and then it ended up not being about us. <laughs> and we just outed ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, God. Yeah, oh. Living with 60 people was kind of a lot. So we had to get out of there. You know, it's okay. Yeah, literally. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, this one's kind of funny. So you, I feel like a lot of people do this, but like putting something on your story that you know, like somebody's going to see, whether you're not talking to this person, whether it's like a past friend, whether you're trying to make them mad, I would do songs. So like, I remember it was like this one dude's like favorite song and it became like my sad girl hour song. Cause you know, I claim that. So I would like put like, like a sad girl, like like snap and then I would put the song in the background like just a dream by Nelly like hoping he would see it because I knew that he like saw my things and maybe he would like think of me and be like oh my god like she listens to that song like maybe this is about me like maybe I should reach out (laughs) you're gonna do it again I'd do it again yeah because you know what maybe he did maybe he did think about me and you know what he should so fuck it I'd do it again I'd do it again (laughs) Yeah, the thing I would honestly, the thing that as I'm getting older, I would definitely do again is go on a trip to Europe for a month with no plans. Okay, some earlier, maybe two years ago, I'd say don't do this. Right. Like this. It was bad. But now I realize that was cool. You know, those are memories that I cannot recreate because I'll never be, you know, 20 three and in Paris again you know now I'm 28 and I go back to Paris but like it won't be as chaotic it'll be so cute and wholesome I feel like having a chaotic trip in your 20s just really shapes you as a person so definitely you know like now I'm just not that much of a chaotic person I just am not like I'm just less chaotic so now I just have this like comedy of errors that happened to me when I was 23 that just made me a better traveler better person and are some fun stories a little haha ha he I can't watch Emily in Paris because I just feel uh, like oh that was me you know yeah just like that it's like happy tears oh you know like oh I remember when Aww. I was in Paris and young and doing crazy shit I didn't make it quite to Paris. I have one like sort of in the same. It's like when I went to EDC and I camped with strangers in an RV that I've met 
one time for about 15 minutes. I'd do it again. It was so much fun. It was the least expensive trip I've probably ever taken, amounting to like every single trip I've taken with my friends just to another city from like drinking on bars. I think I spend like $1,000 on EDC like total, which is ridiculously cheap. And I had the time of my life. The people were great. So sometimes taking chances, obviously, was it a little risque? It was a little risque. Okay, be smart, make good decisions, you know, read people's intentions. But it was great. It was great to camp with some strangers. And I do it again. Oh, moving to New York and living with strangers I met on the internet. And I do it again. Yep. You know what? I put on my list having a nervous breakdown and packing all my shit and leaving. You know, there is something really crazy into packing all your belongings in a 2003 Saturn view and moving. Oh, absolutely. It just, it, just, it feel it, 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 you know, sometimes you can plan a move down to a perfect T and then sometimes you just wake up one day and say, I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I was going to say unalive myself, but. Like this isn't TikTok, but like, but like (laughs) literally if you're in a place where you're just like, you need to go, sometimes it's just the time to go and planning it is not going to help you. And it just feels good throwing things into your car and just going, hitting the road and realize you're leaving the town that has made you miserable for like a year and a half. I very much so agree with you. I, there's non, you're never going to be like fully ready, prepared to make a move. Um, sometimes it really is the best just to like, I gave myself six months and I figured it out, you know, was it the best move ever? No, but like the thing about it is you can always move back. Like it's yeah. not forever. And I feel like sometimes when you say moving, it's like such a definite feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to be stuck there. A year goes by so quick. Like before you know it, you're going to be yeah. re-signing that lease or figuring something else out. And once you do that, you're going to be, you have like this sense of <clears throat> like, I could do it again. I could do it again and I could do it anywhere. So go for it. Live your life. You know, Should I, we do- I'm like a mass procrastinator. So it's like yeah. sometimes it's like I, I planned on moving, but I just was like, waiting till I had enough money or the perfect opportunity yada 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 and then instead I like moved got a minimum wage job until the opportunity came and like it was lucky that it worked out but thank god instead of just waiting until I was the perfect moment (laughs) exactly okay I have another one and this one is funny I think you know that SZA like trend on TikTok that's like I want a big boy Mm -hmm. give me a big boy I want a big boy too, but I just don't have quite one quite yet. However, I really wanted to do the trend. So I may or may not have borrowed my friend's whole ass man that she was hooking up with that night. I borrowed her dude to do that TikTok. And if you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. Because that man was a paid actor. Okay. Unpaid actor. But wow. You got to do it to him. Sometimes you just got to yeah, hop on know. when you can. Yeah, that I do. I, I, I watch it. I was like, damn, do I have a whole ass man I don't know about? Hot. Now I really need a big one. I'm on it. <laughs> Catch me next week. Update. <laughs> one week from today, I'll be there. Listen, anything can happen in seven days. True. Okay? You're telling me. <laughs> Listeners of missions. All right. <laughs> These are fun. Thank you. And for the people who saw my post and didn't, stop being so fucking boring, okay? <laughs> Starting on strong. Slept with my best friend's younger brother several times, and I do it again. <laughs> yes! Yes! 
This one's tricky though because I I was about to say I, did, I have strong feelings about it, but do you? This one is in my things I wouldn't do again because the thing I have found about like dating within circles or like hooking up within like the same circle of people, it gets messy at dating because you're always going to like see those people, right? If you want to stay in their lives. So Mm -hmm. you're going to have to deal with that. And sometimes, you know, shit hits the fan and you're going to have to still deal with that. I remember one time I asked Ella if she would care if I hooked up with her cousin and Ella was like, ugh. Like, no, do whatever you want, but, like, that's annoying. And I was like, don't worry, I won't do it. <laughs> you know. Because I would have to see her cousin again. It's not like I see him one time and never again, you know? And maybe, like, I'm the asshole, but, like, I also just don't. Personally, it's just, like, messy. It's just always messy when you just, because it's, like, I can't get rid of my, you know, if if we have to pick sides. I can't get rid of it. I can't yeah. really get rid of the sibling, right? Like. It's like, if it comes to that, hopefully it doesn't and everything's fucking cool, happy, you know, your BFF's younger brother was cool, but what if he was a fucking asshole and did you dirty and then your BFF is stuck in a little bit of a predicament? Yeah. Because she wants to be team you, but like, she still has to go have Christmas with that motherfucker. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) And then you're on the other side being like, fuck them under Christmas, but I love my bestie. Yeah. Another listener <laughs> submission, mushrooms. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're thinking psychedelics, not the regular yeah. grocery store there was mushrooms. An, yeah, and I do it again. Um, there's another one in the same realm. This one is I went to the gym on LSD. That's wild. I don't, that's wild. Um, I love that for you. Could not be me. Yeah, I honestly, I'm happy people have a good experience with that kind of shit. If you want to do gym, it again, just, like, relax, <laughs> bro. I go to the gym. So, I, sometimes I don't. I don't even do pre workout anymore because I'm too like I just I'm I've too never stimulated. Done you too. shouldn't. <laughs> Honestly, my heart goes pita pata pita pata. <laughs> 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 That's fucking. Sometimes hilarious. I straight up start bawling, crying at the gym, and this is sober, so I can't. No. It's a no for me, but you know what? I love that for you. It, I hope, like, obviously, if they do it again, then it must have been a good time. Right. What's another one? Oh, went on a four-day-long date. That one is giving lesbian vibes. <laughs> Girl, Four days. Four That's, days. I mean, Did bro. Did you move in together <laughs> after? <laughs> That's hella funny because, like, I feel like this past weekend's the first time I've spent four days with my boyfriend. I'm very big on my, my personal <laughs> space. Our first, you don't fuck with him then. You don't fuck with him. Well, our first date was like a two days, but yeah, no, four days. I no, I just like, I like my space. That is very true. You you know when you really like somebody when you're willing to spend like more than one day with them. Like if you wake up the next day and you go get breakfast together and you hang out all day and whatever, like you like them. I'm happy for you not, though. You know, I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny is I, I feel like my shortest date was like 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm just doing too much heavy lifting with this guy. Like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I've never I don't think I've ever cut it that short. I think maybe an hour and a half where I was like, oh, I have a really long work day tomorrow. Like, if I'm telling you about work, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm using work as an excuse. Right, because like, you're like, I do not like you. <laughs> because truthfully, like, honestly, who cares about work? Like, let's get fired tomorrow if I really like you. Like, you know, you want to take I'm me on a trip? Like, I'll call in sick. 
<laughs> All yeah. right. This no. one, <laughs> this one's, well, this one isn't crazy, but put my Tinder on global passport and stopped actively fucking five dudes to commit to the manifestation of a transatlantic romance. This girl lives abroad now because she literally got a boyfriend off a of Tinder global and now lives in Europe. She's manifesting her, she manifested that relationship. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, maybe, honestly. <laughs> catch me catch me de- downloading the apps. I, I won't do that. I've been ghosting everybody. That's a lie. Well, actually. But this is cool. She's like the second. I have another friend who just got married to a guy that she met on Hinge. But, like, she basically did the same thing. We'll put it, like, globally. Like, we'll match anywhere. And he was living, I don't know, wherever. And she was living in Seattle. They met, fell in love. Now they're married. So maybe you need to expand your horizons. Uh, 90 Day Fiance the other way. Do what you got to do if you want to find that right person. And get out of America. Get Leave. <laughs> Legally. Met up with an ex to talk. Then went on a first date with somebody three hours later. That's after sex glow hits. <laughs> and I do it again. You know, I don't fucking ever <laughs> meet up with my exes to quote unquote talk. talk. Okay. Honestly, if you're an ex, you are fucking dead to me. We're not talking. <laughs> we're not having sex. We're nothing. I literally bye, but good for them. I don't think I've ever met up with an ex with the intention of hooking up with them. So maybe this is the opposite for me. Like, I'd meet up with an ex to talk, but chances of you getting lucky are slim to fucking none. Because if you're an ex, then it probably means I do not like you. Yeah, so I actually, this reminds me when I was grabbing my stuff from my ex's house years ago. And I was, it had been like months because I'd moved away to college. He thought we were getting back together. And I said, oh, no, we are literally never getting back together. And then he tried to jump out of my car while it was moving. Maybe this is what the difference is between the girlies and the boys. (laughs) Maybe that's the difference. If a guy is trying to talk to you, he's trying to fuck. You know, like after you guys break up. If you and you're like a girly, you might be getting some closure. If you're a guy, you're trying to slide back in. Maybe. I don't know. You know what that's probably about? And I feel like there's some truth to this. If a girl breaks up with you, she's been thinking about it for a year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's been premeditation yeah. to the so final when, goodbye. So when they're done, they're done. Yeah. Especially when it's been yeah. long term. That's very true. Every time I've met up with an ex to talk about some stuff, I have never felt attracted to them in that way. Even I look at them and I'm like, you're ugly. Like, <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Isn't it crazy Um, the delusion you build up about people? Well, I have to say is none of my exes are looking good and I'm a little concerned. Are you guys okay? Do you need help? Blink twice. (laughs) Not to be mean. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's because you were feeding them and shit. (laughs) They haven't ate since you broke up. (laughs) mommy hours Um, (laughs) okay oh what's a good one uh fucked in my car in broad daylight that's gutsy that's a gutsy girl i think i've i've only done that maybe once i don't think that's how i lost my virginity but it was in the dead of night in the dead of night yeah yeah Yeah. because it's easier the broad daylight like oh my god where were you you know and i want to know more details now 
Was it in the street? Because the street's real risky. I like have parking lot. I have such bad anxiety that I feel like I would. Because can't you get like because can't you be like labeled as a sex offender if you get caught doing that? I think it's on decent exposure you might get fined, but I don't know if it's full sex offender. I think you had to be like whipping like your genitalia out to be doing that. I don't know, but I just don't. I don't want to risk it. I don't have to go to court and explain to my parents why I have to go to court. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of jealous that they had such a moment that they had to do that, you know? <laughs> I want that, that. That in love in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. This, good for fucking good you. Good for okay? fucking you. This one seems extra ricky, risky. Airdropped my nudes to everyone at my finals <laughs> in college. That seems Taking one for the team, man. W- giving a present to everybody. See, I feel like I'm saving my nudes till like I'm old enough where it's like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to like the Internet will see my nudes when I'm 65. I mean, if they're not attached to your face, like who's going to know? But then what's the point? I want them to know it's me. Oh, you want your full face on there. If someone's going to see the nudes, I want them to know it's me. Duh. You might as well get some like really like good ones taken. Full boudoir, you know, like. Yeah, that's you know what? We'll put that on my bucket list for 2023. Tasteful nudes. I've always yeah. wanted a tasteful nude of me hanging up in my fucking house because I feel like that's like the ultimate like rich Black. white woman thing to do. Yeah. You know, you have three fucking kids and your and your kids' friends come over and they're like, "Oh my god, that is a beautiful nude portrait." And their <laughs> your mom jumps on the instant to say, "That was me. I used to be a new model." <laughs> do it. You know what I've always wanted to do? Uh, those art classes where you're like in the nude and people get to draw you. Maybe I'll look for one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm I'm real good with nudity. Like I am very comfortable with my body. You could probably get paid like 20 bucks an hour you to do that yeah. shit. No, more. More? I'm pretty sure it was more. Yeah, in college, they were doing like up to 30 bucks an hour. People should really look into that if you're shot for cash. All right. Thank you for the listener submissions. We're going to quickly do things that we did, but maybe we wouldn't do again. Yeah. <laughs> LOL. Um, caffeine pills. I don't know. This was a... <laughs> I was like, I was trying to look back at things I'd done because I really couldn't think of like, like anything that I've done that I was like, would I do it again? Would I not do it again? And there was just like this six month period of my life where I just took caffeine pills with my friends. Like what? It was giving poor. It was giving uh, mentally unwell. And it was giving uh, delusion. Yeah, we were doing caffeine pills because it was very cheap. Uh, I think you could get a whole (laughs) bottle of caffeine pills for like six bucks. And we really did not have Red Bull, sugar-free Red Bull money like that. (laughs) Which you're, I know what you're saying. Like, wow, that's fucking sad. And it was. Truly, it was. (laughs) And the thing about it is, you could do that at a party, or you could take that to class. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to buy coffee, you know what I mean? Like, easy, easy, easy. Easy money. Mostly when you're staying up, like, 20 out of the 24 hours in the day. When you're literally, we had a 24-hour library. They didn't let you spend the night there, but you could take naps. So, there were times where I was lived at the library. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You going? Uh, pretending to be celibate. I, I I feel like that was my go-to move because it was the only, like, people, for whatever reason, if they think they're really not getting any because it's based off of some kind of, like, moral or religious reason, they'll stop trying, right? So if you just say, I'm celibate, they really see that, like, oh, okay, so there, there's really no chance here. 
Um, I think I would. I wish I could just have said, I really don't want to have sex with you. And I didn't have to lie to them about it. But I think if I went back in time, I would stop saying that and just tell the people, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. My new go-to is like, oh, you don't want to use a condom? Shucks. And then goes to them. <laughs> Yeah, that's no. I'm big on you guys. No, for me, syphilis no is on the rise. Me. Oh, ew. You don't want to get syphilis, so that literally can rot your fucking brain. So do not let people not use condoms. It's literally it's a, like becoming a pandemic amongst young people. Ew. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did this, and I probably wouldn't do it again. So on my last brain cell, uh, I was a little drunk, and we were doing karaoke with a group of friends. And there was somebody I did not like there, maybe a man that had wronged me. We ended up in a predicament where we were singing, you know, the, the Pina Colada song, like, if you like Pina Colada. Yeah. Um, except, uh, yeah, so we started strong, even though we disliked each other. We were duetting this song. Um, and because it was, I guess the irony really pulled me in. I went rogue with the lyrics. I completely <laughs> just made it into a roast about them. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, creativity points there. But it does feel like a fever dream that I'm trying to forget about because it wasn't like we were duetting this to each other. It was more like he was singing the original and I was lashing out and all of our friends were there to see it. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was High School Musical Gone Rogue. Um, you know, <laughs> honestly, I've not, let's add karaoke to my bucket list this year. I haven't done karaoke, and um, come to New York. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like I, I need to do it. One of the things, big one on this list, is letting people pay me back. I need money up front, or I'm not getting it back. <laughs> I took a crusty, dusty man on a trip to the Caribbean, and oh no. You know, it was supposed to go 50-50, right? We are supposed to go 50-50. He saved no money. And then at the time of the trip, what was I supposed to do? Not bring him? Like, his name was on the ticket. Like, who else was I going to bring at the time? I literally should have brought a fucking rat that I found on the street instead of that man. <laughs> that man did not deserve an all-expenses-paid trip to the Caribbean. I'm telling you. I should have fucking taken a fucking pigeon and domesticated it on that trip. That would have been a better use of my time and money. Right. So <laughs> I will never pay for a trip specifically no. for a man. No. Ever again in my life. Yeah. Don't, Don't do me. that. Don't do that. <laughs> also, this also just in general, I do will never date a broke man ever fucking again. Yeah. It's not worth it's it. A, it's not really about like money. I think it's more just about <laughs> I just can't fund um, another. I can't fund another man's lifestyle. I can barely fund my I own. Know. You know, I'm an impulsive shopper. Like, how are we gonna do this with two impulsive people? It's not gonna work. Uh, it's not gonna work. <laughs> Things I wouldn't do again. Short King Summer. I, I tried it. It's done. It's canceled. We're looking for tall kings now. Big boys only. Um, another one. <laughs> Another thing I wouldn't do again, drop everybody else for somebody I'm only seeing and not officially with. 
God, I mm. always freaking do this. I get such tunnel vision when I like somebody that the second I start like developing real feelings, I tell all my other hoes, goodbye. Sir, I do not like you like this. I have found the one. I have not found the one, Bernie Say. Stop being so fucking delusional. You've actually just found somebody you like, but that's different. Um, I would I will be keeping all the other suitors in the future until this thing is for reals for reals. I feel it. I can't waste my time like that. What the fuck? I'm so sorry. I'm giving my all my time to one person when they might not be reciprocating that energy. I can't do it. Not anymore. Yeah. In 2022, I'm kind of over situationships. I'm just not about it. I've never been about it, but I've allowed it. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to be like fake dating somebody because I will. Me either. I will say I sometimes say ex on this podcast and they're not really my ex because I never really dated them. But then, but they are. But they are. I'm sorry. If you gave me trauma, you're my. Well, ex. that's what I'm saying. But I, I was in a situationship with you for four fucking years, which to me, you're basically my ex. You know, yeah. right? Like, I talk to you more than I've talked to like an actual. Life. <laughs> Literally, I've been with you longer than I've been with my current boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. though we were never dating, what the fuck? Anyways, I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to no. pay to play in a way, like. We're not doing situations. And I'm also, I'm not doing, ex- like, we're exclusive. We're either together or we're not together. That's it. Like, I'm so sorry. What is the ex- the weird exclusive? Like, well, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but we're exclusive. Fuck that. No, like, no, no. no. Yeah, I agree. you're not my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I totally fucking agree. I don't do that shit. <laughs> and here's the thing. A lot of people put a lot of weight on, like, this word boyfriend, girlfriend. But what they are trying to avoid is responsibility. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's why they don't mm-hmm. like that word. Because this yeah. is, like, what the fuck do boyfriends and girlfriends do that we're not doing? Responsibility, okay? Get with yeah. the fucking program. Yeah, very, very true. Um, Another thing I'm not doing, trusting a man again. Uh, I'm going full detective on your ass. Like, I'm so sorry. You say, prove it. What? Prove it. Like, <laughs> if you can't prove it, it is not factual. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to just go with giving people the benefit of the doubt in general, like is a no it's a no for me um it's a no for me no longer <laughs> yeah thank you but no yeah well that's a, that's that's all mine baby that is all mine as well well um i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you felt yourself represented let us know have you also pretended to be blacked out not to talk to people Maybe. You know what? We can also do a little update if you listen to this episode and thought, oh my God, I have a great one. We'll fucking do an update. So don't stop sending this. We can still, we'll add them to the next one. Who knows? Plugs of the week. So for my plug of the week, I am plugging the Corazon Collective. And this is a really cool shop. It's a tattoo shop, but they also sell plants and coffee. So you can go do your plant shopping. You can go to a little cafe moment or get a tattoo. It is based in Seattle, Washington. And you can check them out on Instagram at Corazon with a K. K-O-R-A-Z-O-N underscore collective. Um, You can also... Go to their tattoo page at Corazon underscore tattoo or check them out at www.corazoncollective.com. All right. So my plug of the week is Nightwear Studios, Inc. And basically it's a woman-owned POC brand where they sell patterns for things and then also just like give tutorials. So you can make your own stuff, which is pretty cool. And they try to make all of the patterns like super beginner friendly. So you could find them at nightwearstudios.com. Those are the plugs of the week. Anyways, thank you so much for listening this week. We've had so much fun. 
And please remember, like always, to rate the podcast, share with a friend, and make sure that you're subscribed. It helps us out a lot. And make sure that you're also following us on our social media for a little extra content. You can find us on Instagram at thanks the number for your concern, as well as on TikTok. And then I'm personally at Ella L. Tudor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz. I'm on TikTok and Instagram. Toodles! <laughs>